section forty eight masterpieces of negro eloquence edited by alice dunbar nelson this librivox recording is in the public domain the future of the negro church by hon john c dancy doctor of laws secretary church extension society a m e church there is only one safe way to judge the future of the negro church and that is by its past and the past of this church despite its shortcomings is safe to the curious it would seem strange that the negro church as such should exist at all but in the light of its history covering almost the entire history of this government its existence has been proved a necessity as its records abundantly testify until we had the negro church we had nothing of which the race could boast we early discovered that it was religious rights which first opened our eyes to all our rights but until we were secure in the enjoyment of our religious liberty we were not fully aroused to the importance and value of civil liberty we had not learned that they were twin blessings often dearly bought but of inestimable value the negro church therefore became the basis upon which would be reared the superstructure of all our subsequent achievements the men who laid the foundation for the negro church whether of methodist or baptist or episcopalian or presbyterian or of congregational predilection were wise in their day and generation and paved the way for the best work of negro development ever undertaken in this country until we had the negro church we had not the negro school and the one was the natural forerunner and concomitant of the other opening up avenues for the preacher the teacher the lawyer the physician the editor the orator and the spokesman of and for the race the negro church has passed the experimental stage it is no longer in a stage of incubation it is an actuality an active aggressive and progressive reality it has thoroughly established its rights to existence and its indispensability as a religious force and influence our religious fervor may at times appear to be unduly emotional and lacking in solemnity but even this is pardonable and we are reminded that this is an emotional age and we must not forget that the great pentecostal awakening in the early days of christianity provoked a similar criticism from the unaroused and unaffected unbelievers the negro church of the future may be less emotional but if the church is to survive and throw off a cold formality which threatens to sap its very life-blood it must not get away from its time-honoured deep spirituality for without the spirit the seemingly religious body is dead our church of the future as well as our church of the present will take care 
that no new dogmas of exotic growth will deprive it of those eternal verities which constitute the fundamentals of our christian faith these verities of our religion have their foundation in the teachings of our great redeemer himself who is the very embodiment of all truth the negro church of the future will address itself to the correction of present-day evils in both church and state it will emphasize the teaching that the highest form of virtue is the purest form of love it will demand that men and women and christian professors especially exemplify in their own lives and habits the religion they make bold to proclaim it will insist upon the remedying of great wrongs from which countless numbers suffer whether these wrongs be unfair and unjust discriminations in public places on the common thoroughfares in the courts and halls of justice in the congress the legislature or the municipal councils everywhere the church will condemn and protest and fulminate against these injustices until they melt away with the certainty of april snow the church of the future will more fully realize that where great principles are involved concessions are dangerous and compromises disastrous the future will disclose a negro church with men in all its pulpits equal to the great task which the responsibilities thereof impose they will be qualified men from every viewpoint deeply spiritual well trained pious influential impressive strong they will lead their people and be a part of their life their indomitable spirit their ambitions their achievements they will be absolutely trusted and trustworthy they will be an inspiration to our youth to our manhood and our womanhood they will speak as one having authority and they will boldly assert their authority to speak they will take up where the fathers left off and they in their possession of so great an inheritance of religious fervor and unshrinking faith will arouse christianity from its lethargy and start as a nation of believers arousing as it were from its spell of years they will be as bold as lions wise as serpents and harmless as doves they will win their way because the things for which they stand and the gospel which they preach will deserve to win they will not seek so much to impress their own personality but their cause and they will lose themselves in the cause by magnifying the cause the negro church of the future will take greater interest in the young people will give greater attention to the sunday school work to the young people's societies to the young men's christian association to the full development of all the departments of all the churches of whatever denomination to the end that the churches will be thoroughly organized for work and such work as will lead eventually to the thorough evangelization of the world the redemption of africa one of the forward movements of the world to-day must come largely through the efforts the service and the personal sacrifices of our own churches our own ministers and teachers our own men and women once fully aroused 
to the importance of the obligation we owe to the land of our forefathers we will enter upon the task with all the zest and spirit of david livingstone whose one hundredth anniversary we are celebrating this year as we are also celebrating the first half-century of our emancipation from human slavery livingstone sacrificed himself in the heart of africa in order to give life and light to the aborigines of the dark continent our church of the future must take up the task so grandly undertaken by him and cease not until the work he so nobly began finds its full fruitage in africa's redemption from heathendom superstition and ignorance that she may take her place among the civilized and enlightened people of the world the church of the future will have to do with the life of its membership it will take heed to its health and will teach hygiene and the laws which safeguard one's health in the home in the church in the public schools and public places in the open air and where not it will impress the lesson of a sound mind in a sound body and the great need of a sound body in order to have a sound mind it will not fear to declare in favour of pure athletics as a means of developing the physical system which is so essential to sound health and a strong manhood the boys and young men will be urged to identify themselves with young men's christian associations so as to have advantage of the reading-rooms the swimming-pools the gymnasiums and other young men's society thus eschewing the dens of vice and haunts of infamy which might otherwise attract them and blight their precious young lives for all time it may be it will take knowledge of human life and its means of existence everywhere it will seek to know what the man and woman in the alley as well as those on the broad thoroughfare are doing whether they are oppressed or distressed in body or in mind and to go to their relief it will discover that man is his brother's keeper and is largely responsible for him and must seek to take care of him the church yea will come to itself and be shorn of a great part of its pride when it fully realizes that its real growth and prosperity are dependent upon the attention it pays to god's poor and god's neglected our churches will re-echo with the sentiment of that song god will take care of you but there must be a refreshing application of it knowing that caretaking reaches further than ourselves and extends to our neglected brother whom we so oftentimes have forgotten if the church is no stronger than it is to-day it is due chiefly to the neglect of the unfortunate many who have been unreached and need to be reached the church of the future must humble its pride buckle on its armour and cease not in its labours until this great army of unreached is reached and helped and impressed and convinced and saved go ye into all the world and preach my gospel does not mean to distant people merely but to people at home as well many of whom know as little of the gospel as many others in distant africa there must be there will be a religious awakening along this line so that if the people do not go to the church then the church must go to the people and there will be thousands in the next few years in answer to the question who will go who will answer in language which cannot be misunderstood here am i send me the church of the future will have to do with the greater problems of everyday life 
it will have to aid in teaching the people life and duty and how best to meet and battle with these it will have to impress the importance of home-getting whether in city or on farm and the possessing of these in fee simple by actual purchase and we will become more valuable as citizens as we acquire more in our individual right in real and personal property the church of the future will urge the starting of savings accounts with the youth and the organization of savings banks among our people in all sections and the opening incidentally of opportunities for our boys and girls to get in close touch with business life and business habits we will thus make the church an influence as it has been in the past in paving the way for the future financial and substantial importance of the race the negro church of the future will be less fettered by denominational lines and possessed of a broader christian spirit recognizing denominational names of course but laying greater stress on christianity than on any church allegiance methodists baptists and presbyterians and congregationalists and episcopalians will interchange pulpits and preach one gospel in the name of our common lord who is in all and through all and over all there will be interdenominational sunday school unions church conventions and conferences and the ministers and congregations will be in closer union praying for the same spiritual power the same common blessings and the removal of the same great evils judah will not vex ephraim and ephraim will not vex judah under the mighty influence of this commingling and oneness of heart and purpose error will decay and truth grow strong and right shall rule supreme and conquer wrong to thee god of our fathers we render praise and thanksgiving for such abundant evidence of thy guiding presence during these fifty years of freedom and civil liberty we predict for the future on the basis of our achievement during the past and since the negro church has been a great factor in lifting us up and enabling us to see the new light in spite of many obstacles we are confident that by following the same omnipotent hand that never errs never fails we will in the coming years prove that no sacrifice either in war or in peace made in our behalf has been made in vain and no service rendered us has been without its subsequent reward we rejoice and are glad in our gladness and rich in our wealth in the midst of it all the negro church survives and is steadily moving on End of section 48.